The New Zealand Salvation Army has released a 17th State of the Nation report. The report assesses social outcomes across the following areas, children and youth, work and incomes, housing, crime and punishments and social hazards. Joining me is the report's co-author and the Salvation Army social policy analyst, Ana Ika. Kia ora, Ana. The Salvation Army recently released its State of the Nation report. Can you talk me through about the report's theme, Ngā Tukunga Iho, the things we inherit? Why was that chosen as the theme? Yeah, um, well, the State of the Nation, we release a rare kind of like a report card. And I guess uh, our theme this year, Ngā Tukunga Iho, um, was we were thinking about it as a benchmark uh, for our new government because ultimately the successes that have been highlighted in the report they can't claim, uh, nor they c- can they uh, be discredited for. I guess a lot of the failures, a lot of the areas that have been declining, and so um, the theme is um, is yeah the things we hear is is basically to show that this is the benchmark that um, our government will be working from, and also just to highlight some of the areas that have improved that we would build upon them. Um, and the areas that have been declining that we would have worked together to be able to address those areas. It's interesting that you brought up the new government, and I'll come back to you later on, Um, but what does this report tell us about Pacific communities in Aotearoa? Are things improving? Yeah, it's a generalised overview of the whole country, but we have highlighted um, disparities that um, occur in Pacific communities, um, particularly with Māori and North Pacifica. One of the areas that is of concern and has been I guess for the past um, five years, is that when we're looking at child poverty, um, that has declined um, over the past since 2018, um, when it first we start, first started measuring it. However, when we're looking at Pacifica children, um, it hasn't it hasn't improved for Pacifica children as much as it has for other uh, ethnic groups, and that's really concerning given that we have such a young population. Um, if you're looking, if you break it down and you're looking at all the ethnic groups that they measure in regards to child poverty, everyone well, everyone has improved um, in regards to children living in material hardship, whereas if we look at Pacifica children, um, the number of Pacifica children in material hardship has actually increased, and so um, that's really concerning. So material hardship is like going without a doctor's visit or a dentist. Um, visit or going without nutritious food or not being able to afford clothing. So so those basic necessities that's needed are just for everyday living. And why do you think material hardship for Pacifica people, why has that gotten worse? I think it's an, an array of reasons. Um, I think uh, uh, one of the reasons is we're not employed um, in areas uh, that often bring in high incomes. Incomes have increased in general, but in, to keep up with inflation, it hasn't kept up enough. I um, mean, so I think that's one of the concerns is that uh, our Pacifica communities are just not um, employed in areas where we're getting paid adequately. Um, if we're going to talk about um, the pay, we also look in one of the chapters, working incomes, around uh, gender equity and the gender pay equity um, in particular. And so one of the areas is for 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 a male. The median um, hourly wage there is $33, but the lowest paid, uh, I guess, group um, that we looked at is actually Pacifica women, and our um, median hourly rate is about $28. So that's a significant difference between the median uh, for males in general. Uh, for um, Māori wahine, it's about $28 and I think 10 cents. And so, um, yeah, and so that just highlights, I guess, the the inequities there in regards to income when it comes to our Pacifica families and being able to provide adequate you know, financial support 
to meet material needs for our families uh, that a lot of Pacific communities do face. With these reports, do you feel like a broken record sometimes? It must be frustrating having to explain the stats and talk about hardships. Yeah, absolutely. It is a bit of a broken record, but, you know, the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. And so if we don't continue to highlight these challenges and continue to highlight these issues, then nothing will be done about them. And I know it's, it's quite um, it's quite disheartening every time we show up with another report that's always um, negative, negative, negative. But we need to continue to push um, the challenges to the forefront so that something can be done with, about it because the Salvation Army is a social service. So we we often do see the challenges and issues before, you know, before data is released or before the data shows the picture. Um, so these numbers mean a lot more to us, that, you know, their names and their faces and their families and communities that come through our doors every day. I mean, so it's important for us not to just be the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff, but to be able to push some changes at the top so that our families aren't falling into, I guess, the desperate numbers that we report on in the state of the nation. Now, earlier on, um, you mentioned that the report is a benchmark for the current government. So how confident are you that this government will be able to turn things around? I do recall in our last interview that you weren't particularly impressed with the National Party proposing sanctions for the beneficiaries? Yeah, I think one of the things that we've tried to highlight in this report is areas that have improved. And if I can look at Māori wellbeing, uh, uh, just to highlight this, when we're looking at um, Māori rangatahi in Kurakaupapas or, or Te Reo Māori schools, um, they perform at the same level um, as rest of the mainstream schools. Whereas if you're looking at rangatahi Māori in state schools, there's a significant disparity there. So I guess what we're, what we're trying to highlight with this report is that there are things that have improved and how do we, how, you know, how do we build on that? How do we replicate those? And a lot of the, a lot of what we're trying to highlight is that not everyone fits the same mould and so there needs to be alternative approaches. And I guess um, when I spoke to you last time around the, the elections and the campaigns was that they were providing a really oversimplified solution to try and address a really complex problem and I guess that's why we're trying to highlight that there are alternative approaches that meet different community needs. And if we work on those, then we'll be able to lift everyone out of the hardships that we're seeing on the front lines as opposed to just, you know, tr- trying to provide a one-fit, you know, a one-stop shop um, to be able to address everybody. Then and that doesn't work. And, um, you know, we, we know that that doesn't work. So there needs to be, I guess, a, a myriad of solutions to be able to address you know, the communities that um, that are most at risk, which is often our Pacific communities and our Māori communities.